Hi, this is Viv, and you're listening to the new episode of If I Did, You Can Too. Today's guest is one of the people who inspired me a lot in the podcasting world. He is—I'm not really sure if he's the only person, but I know in my experience, he was the first person who started an English podcast、um, in Iran with Iranian people talking to. Celebrities and really big, big names in the industry. And as soon as I heard his episode, I was like, I have to be his friend. And so, yes, we became friends, and I learned so much more about what a beautiful human being he is, and how much he's inspiring a lot of people, including me, on a daily basis. So that's why he's here to tell his own story. Let's get inspired. All right, here we are with yet another guest on. If I did, you can too. And this guy, this guy, man, this guy's a podcaster, and I actually got to know him through his podcast. One day, it was the first and I think only English podcast that I listened to from an Iranian person who was actually living in Iran. And the topic was so interesting that I was like, I need, man, I need to talk to this person. I need, we need to be friends. This cannot go on like this. So I brought him on the show as well. Let's just see what his story is. Adi, go ahead, introduce yourself. Who are you?、Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. It's it's not that easy to、uh, explain sometimes.、Uh, I'm、uh, Ali, and I'm a podcaster. At the same time, I'm, I'm doing so many different things that I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be saying. Like you know. Uh, uh, I, I of course like I'm. I do podcasting a lot,、uh, and it's it's one of my passions. Like you know, when when you talk about passions, this is something that I really enjoy doing, and、uh, like you know, it just makes me like you know talk to people that I no idea about, like how they basically came up with the ideas that they've had. So it's、uh, it's crazy to have that. At the same time,、uh, like you know, I did、uh, architecture. I、uh, the, uh, my path, of course, was. Uh, crazy because uh, when I uh, wanted to uh, go to university, I had、uh, different ideas in my head.、Um, I wanted to choose between、uh, like you know architecture and、uh, directing. Like I really loved directing movies, and I'm, I'm a movie enthusiast, so I, I love watching movies. So that was the, the whole point of it. And、uh, I wanted to go to directing. At the same time, I just thought to myself, I don't know how to、uh, like you know design houses, and that was. That was always a mystery to me. So、uh, basically, I decided to go to architecture. But then I thought to myself, if I didn't really like it that much, maybe I should, like you know, just change and go to something else, like directing. So、um, I went went on to architecture, and I think it was one of the most important things that I've done in my life uh, because uh, architecture really opens your mind into so many different holes, basically that you had no idea you could go down to. And it's、uh, it's crazy. It's it's amazing. It just makes you come out of that box that we always like. You know, we we all, we're always thinking it and think outside the box. That's what you know the phrase is. So、um, I did architecture, but then、uh, right now I'm not doing anything related to architecture. <laughs> I, I I've done masters of architecture, but right now I'm、um, editing movies. I'm I'm doing motion graphics. I'm、uh, an assistant director in a. Uh, like you know, a, a TV show which is going to come out, and、uh, I have been an assistant director to、uh, to the same director, of course, in another TV show. 
And uh, yeah, the, right now, my passion is movies. So movies and, of, of course, podcasting. So yeah. Wow. That was an introduction. <laughs> that was an introduction for sure. Oh my God. So, okay, let's see. You said that you started as an architect and then you went in movies and then you do podcasting as well, right? Yeah. All of this. Yes. Okay. So who are you besides your job? I think uh, what people uh, see uh, like, you know, from the outside is of course not something that I would imagine because of course it's different, you know, their perspective definitely is different, but uh I think what I like them to see is basically somebody who's a very hard worker and uh, who always has, uh, like, you know, always is thinking of new ideas, at least, and uh, is somebody who listens. I, because I think the most important thing in, a, in, a, in, a, in communication with other people is just listening. So I'm, I just like to think that people think of me as a, as a good friend. Okay, let's just go to the very beginning. Uh, did you want to be an architect from the beginning? How did you, the whole journey start? Okay, uh, so uh, I'm going to explain by uh, saying that when I was I was in Iran for a long time, uh, I did uh, everything up until the ninth grade. And, uh, and when I was in ninth grade, we, uh, like, you know, the whole entire family, we went to India. And uh, we stayed there, uh, my parents stayed there for two years, and then they left and they came back to Iran. So I did my entire high school in India, and uh, I was in this uh, international school, and I, I started to un- like you know know about so many different cultures because when you're an inter- in an international school, you see people of so many different backgrounds, and they're also very uh, just interesting to talk to, and you understand that uh, we all we, like you know we're all human beings, so we have so many things in common. Of course, different cultures is just not going to be a part of it because we're all human beings. We can talk to each other. So uh, uh, being in that environment, I think, uh, was something uh, that uh, it, it's made me, like you can say. Like it's something that has built me, you know, the way I am today. I understood about teamwork, which I, uh, like, you know, I think is very important in, 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 in just in the world. Like, you know, we don't, as an Iranian, I can uh, say that we, teamwork is something that we basically need to understand. And it's something that just doesn't really happen as much uh, in our country, uh, in every level. Yeah. So uh, I, I, being somebody who was always uh, like, you know, uh, dealing with computers and I love doing like, you know, making different stuff. Uh, I started to realize that I really like, uh, like, you know, computers basically and everything about computers. I, uh, I started like, you know, going deep into it and like, you know, studying, uh, like self-studying basically about computers and stuff. And uh, I, at that time, I really thought I was going to do computer engineering. Uh, and I was really, really, really hoping to, uh, f- for that to happen. But then uh, as time went on, I started to realize that I like designing stuff. And uh, yeah, that was, that was when uh, somebody told me, like, you know, I, I talked to some, somebody very important to me. Uh, he doesn't know this because we only saw each other once. And we talked wow. about something and he changed my life, basically. He said... Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because I, I was talking to him about uh, directing movies and... Um, something he said was directing movies and architecture are really, really close to each other. And it's crazy to think about it because uh, maybe like, you know, the lines are really blur. But when I, when, when I explain it to you, I think like, you know, you would understand that 
when you're directing a movie, you're directing people. And when you're basically doing architecture, you're designing a building, you're directing the people's movement, movements. Like, you know, the people are going from one place, place A to place B. So that's directing people. So he said this, and I started thinking about architecture. That was the, the, the moment I started to think about it. And uh, then to just, you know, things went on, and I went on to architecture. That's, that, that's the whole story. Okay, so was there anyone around you? Did you see someone who was an architect and you were like, oh my God, I love this job? Or were you just fascinated with the way buildings are designed or what? Uh, we don't, well, of course, we don't really have it. Like we don't have it in the family. My dad is a geologist. My mom, uh, she uh, is an editor. Like you know, she's an editor. She, is, uh, she has done uh, English studies. And uh, like, you know, uh, she, she's done so many different things that I can't really, like, maybe I'm a little bit uh, like, you know, like my mom. So, yeah, and in that regard. But we didn't really have it in the family. My um, sister, she's a designer. And then she, uh, she is, at the same time, she's an English teacher. She's an actor. Like, you know, she's, she's done so many different stuff herself, too. So, uh, but architecture was something that was new. We didn't really have it in the family. Um, yeah. Okay, and then you went to this architecture major, but then you ended up being in cinema and podcast. Is it because of that one thing that person said? I always had the, of course, uh, I always liked, uh, like, you know, movies and, like, I liked watching movies. I liked understanding movies. Like, you know, my favorite kind of movies are the movies that you don't really know what's happening and you kind of have to find out and... When you realize what the movie is all about, then you're like, oh my God, this movie is the greatest movie in the world. That, those types of movies are, the, are my types of movies. So um, I think uh, maybe the, the passion for movies came um, at a very, very early stage of my life uh, because uh, my, my mom, she is a movie enthusiast and she always watched movies and she would always go to cinema and uh my dad really like he loves movies as well but uh he maybe at that time he didn't really have a lot of time so uh, my mom would always take me or my sister to the movies and uh maybe at that time that was the time that i realized that i'm supposed to be watching good movies meaning like you know all the movies in the world are great but uh there are some movies that are just there to basically waste the time and uh, like you know those were the movies that i was not supposed to be showing my mom when i was supposed to be promoting movie to my mom so maybe that was the spark that was when i realized uh i had a passion for it mm -hmm. and then you changed your major or you just started did you start studying it or you just started practicing it right away no, I started practicing it. I uh, started editing um, movies when I was... Movies, I mean like videos. Of course, there weren't movies at the time. I started editing videos when I was uh, around uh, 16. And so I, had, I, I knew a little bit about like, you know, editing videos when I like, you know, st studied architecture, when I was in architecture. So um, uh, being able to create something, it, this is something else which is pretty common between architecture and movies uh, like you know being able to create something it just makes you uh just it just makes you feel amazing it's like if, if when you when you create a it doesn't really matter what it is if you're uh cooking you're creating a dish right so when you cook something and you have it in front of you you see the prize and the prize is something 
delicious and something beautiful. And I, I don't care like what it tastes like. It's 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 amazing to be able to create something. It's just it it feels like you're the god of your own. Like you know you're creating something out of nothing, which is um, what's beautiful about it. Wow. Okay, I never really thought about it as you being the god of your own. That's interesting. All right, so you started practicing it by editing videos and stuff, and then you ended up in cinema. Like you just knew famous people? But uh, no, not really. No, uh, I uh, started editing everything, and then uh, one of the reasons I really, really love my podcast is uh, not only because I'm able to talk to a lot of uh, like you know, amazing people that have done amazing things. Uh, I could promote, like, you know, myself. So this podcast thing came before cinema or after cinema? Uh, or they yeah, went I have together? to explain this. I have to explain this. Uh, of course, I, I, I yeah, sure. I did, uh, like, you know, I, 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 what I always talked about was, like, you know, uh, movies and how great they are and how I can do editing. And, of course, I did a lot of editing before, but then uh, my podcast became something uh, that I could, like, you know, if you go onto my Instagram page, I never have any pictures. I always have videos. And uh, like, you know, my podcast page was always something that I thought I could promote myself in. And maybe I could test myself of like, you know, what my abilities are in editing. And that became my platform kind of like, you know, to be able to do something new every time. So, uh, yeah, my podcast is one of the reasons that I'm in like you know, uh, in a in, in a TV show, right? Now. Like uh, people have seen this. Yeah, people have seen it. They've seen that I have ideas, and it's it's crazy, but that's true. That is so interesting. What? Where did the idea come from for you to start a podcast? Because when you talked about editing, in my mind, I'm thinking video editing. I'm not thinking audio editing. So how did you end up in recording voice and audios and creating a podcast? Why that platform? Why not YouTube? Uh, my dad, uh, when I was a kid, uh, always listened to um, these uh, audio files of, of uh, like, you know, it, of course, this was uh, back at the time, we had cassette players and like, you know, uh, and he always, uh, he was always listening to something which was uh, still today, I think it was really, really beautiful for me to listen to at the time. Uh, it was uh, music and then uh, like, you know, uh, without any like you know no, there was no singing on top of it it was just music and uh then Khosrow uh, Shakibai of course like you know he's an uh, he was an artist uh, in Iran and uh he he had an amazing voice like everybody should everybody knows this and uh, he would come on top of the music and he would start uh like you know reading poetry and the, at at that time i always uh, like you know when i was a little kid maybe i i always thought about uh making audio files like this i didn't know how i was supposed to be doing it so at the very beginning uh like if you listen to my podcast at the very beginning of every episode i always read a uh, an extract of a book with music on top of it so it was because i always wanted to i always wanted to do this and uh yeah so my podcast gave me a platform to be able to do that so uh, that was one of the reasons I started doing it. But then I have a story about this. Um, I was um, walking down a street. It, it was the first year of my marriage. And uh, I was uh, walking down the street with my wife. And um, we were talking about, like, you know, our projects and, our, like, you know, our ideas. And I said, uh, I have this podcast in my mind that I really want to talk to, 
people that have achieved something in their lives. And uh, my wife said, like, you know, because I always talk to my wife about it because she uh, knows what question to ask when. Like, you know, she, she knows how to, like, you know, make an idea into something actually, uh, like, you know, worth talking to, talking about. So uh, she said, uh, who? And I, I started talking about it. And uh, I said, uh, I don't know, I'm thinking crazy right now, but... Maybe I'm thinking about uh, people like Ali Musafa at a, for the very first episode. So she said, uh, do it. And I, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what, how I'm supposed to be doing it. So she came up with ideas of how to approach uh, like, you know, a person like Ali Musafa, who is an, who's an actor. And he, of course, he lives in Iran, but he's, he just, for me, he was somebody who I could never reach. But then my wife gave me that, uh, like, you know, um, uh, I say understanding that you can do this. Like, you know, it's not something uh, that hard to just go on and do it. So uh, I think it was maybe two weeks after that, uh, that I was sitting in front of Ali Mustafa and we were talking in English, which was crazy because like, you know, even in Farsi, uh, like, you know, you can't really uh, have them, uh, those people basically uh, over and talk to. It's, it was crazy to be able to do that. So uh, yeah, so podcasting, uh, of course, was uh, a, a stepping stone for me to, for, you know, to go into something else that I really loved, which was editing and then uh, movies. Mm, okay, so one question. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are also thinking about this as well. How did you get that famous person? Because some people don't really know him. How did you get that famous celebrity to your show? Uh, Ali Mustafa is uh, somebody... Uh, he's an actor but at the same time he he's a director and uh and he's very famous in iran and um i like it's you have to be persistent and you have to know some of the ways in um like you know for somebody like myself um i didn't know how to approach famous people uh but i understood it through uh like you know uh, being persistent emailing people uh, emailing the people who I thought were close to them. And then there's always a way to get to them. Uh, I was uh, thinking to myself, it was a year ago. It was at the very beginning, uh, a year and a half maybe. It was at the very beginning of, of the corona pandemic. And uh, I was thinking to myself, because of corona, because of the COVID-19 situation, I think uh, like you know, a lot of uh, celebrities are sitting at home. They're not doing anything. So I, I thought to myself, why should I not? contact them via email or their Instagram accounts. So it was crazy that I started to talk to uh, Maz Jabrani. I started to talk to like, you know, people like people that I thought I could never reach because of the, of course, the, uh, the distance that we have. But uh, for the people who are thinking about doing something like this, just be persistent, uh, email people because emailing is something that we don't do in Iran. But Emailing is something that when uh, you approach people via their emails with a beautiful, like, you know, background of what you're doing and how you're approaching things um, and with being clear about what you're supposed to be doing with them, uh, people respond to you. And uh, it, it would be very, like, you know, surprising for, to a lot of people that people actually like talking to people. Yeah, I actually kind of agree with this one because pretty much what I do right now, a part of it is actually getting people to come on my show, which is very easy for me. I'm like, I never really think about, yeah. 
oh, how? I'm just like, yes, let's do this. Let's bring this person and then go to the other person. Why not? Let's bring, I don't know, let's bring Oprah to the show. Nobody knows. Maybe one day I will actually bring Oprah on the show. Sure, why not? Email her. She might respond. That's something that I love doing. Every day I'm emailing people new and I'm I'm just I'm going crazy. I'm just imagining stuff. I I email Coldplay. I email like you know I I don't know like I'm emailing so many different people. I every day I'm checking to see if they actually respond to me. It's 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 a great feeling to it. And how are you not disappointed when they don't? Uh, the f- uh, very first time I got disappointed was uh, when I uh, I've called somebody that I'm not gonna. Um, mentioned their name of course uh, I really like him and um, uh, he uh, has recently passed because of uh, like you know all the situation that has has been happening but uh, I called the person up and he said no to my face and uh, I, he was the first person who said no to me and that was uh, for, for maybe two three minutes I couldn't really talk because when you get disappointed like this and you're supposed to be promoting yourself, but you can't, it's just, it's the worst feeling in the world. But then after five minutes, I say, uh, I realized, uh, this is what supposed to be, what it's suppo- supposed to be like. And people might reject you in the, in the process, but so what? Go on to the next person, see what the next person is saying. Like, you know, people have so many different amazing stories. Why not just to just talk to, uh, the people around you? Like, you know, just, uh, use your imagination. You can find other people as well. So that was the very first time I got disappointed. But you, you might not believe this, but I have had guests, very well-known guests, that I've uh, had the pleasure of talking to. Uh, and we recorded the podcast. I did everything on the podcast. And I sent them the file because I always do this uh, before I post the podcast. And they said, uh, I don't like this. So let's do it again. And then they never really, uh, like, you know, had uh, enough opportunity to talk to me again. So... I don't get disappointed that much. I don't get disappointed when people say no. It's it's their right to say no. It's my uh, like it should be my power to convince them to join. So if that doesn't happen, uh, there are always other people. That's nice. That's a very nice way of looking at things because in this path, a lot of us will get disappointed pretty much every single day. It's like applying for jobs. You're always getting disappointed yeah. until you get that one exactly. job. Exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah, so sure. after the podcast, so you you told me that the whole podcasting and presenting yourself in the podcast landed the next job and opportunity for you to get to cinema and then to TV. Tell me how that happened, if you can, because I'm like you're saving the names and stuff. Make sure yeah, that sure, you do yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, for this part, I'm not going to save. Uh, say, you know, just not going to. I'm not going to not mention the names. Um, I was, um, I was at the very beginning of my podcast and I was posting videos and stuff. Uh, when I was introduced to, uh, a, a person that I'm working with right now, his name is, uh, Nima Bank. He is, uh, he's a director in Iran and, uh, he is, he has been my mentor ever since. And, uh, I don't, if he's listening to this, I would just like to thank him on the podcast. So I, I met him and I uh, talked to him about my podcast and I, uh, sent him my invitation and I said, I really like to have you on the podcast. And without even thinking about it, he said, okay, sure. 
And that was, that was for me, that was like, oh, that, that's just, that's amazing. And I got to know him a little bit and uh, I was introduced to this um, TV show um, that he was supposed to be directing. And uh, because like, you know, because we became, we had become friends that like, you know, I started to do the project with him and uh, like, you know, in the process, I uh, learned so much about directing movies that I think if I had gone to universities, I would have never imagined like, you know, learning stuff like that. And I'm still learning. I'm still working with him. And um, yeah, that was that was the path to TV shows. Uh, but I'm, I am going to say this. Uh, of course, I haven't uh, had the opportunity to uh, like, you know, be in cinema, as you say. But uh, like, you know, it's something that is, is my passion. And uh, I'm sure of the fact that one day uh, I will definitely enter cinema in, in one way or another in however form, basically. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I have no doubts. I've known you for how many years? Two? How long? I think two. You... Yes. Yeah, your podcast. How long is it you've been doing your podcast for two years, right? A uh, little more? It's been two and a half. Yeah. yeah. So I've known you pretty much the same amount of time. So, okay, what I see in your story is that networking is actually way more important than anything. Because yes. through networking, you got all of these opportunities. Sure, definitely, right? definitely, yes. And you're so good at it. Uh, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's crazy because my character in English is way different to my character in Farsi. It's crazy. People who know me, when I start to talk in English my character changes. I'm, when I'm talking in Farsi, I, I'm always listening more. But when I'm talking in English, I'm always the outspoken person in the room. It's, uh, it's crazy. So um, I, one thing I would like to say about that uh, is that, uh, of course, the more people you know, you are uh, increasing your chances of uh, meeting um, crazy people uh, in, 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 in the environment that you had no idea about. And by crazy, I mean people who have brilliant ideas some of them uh like you know there's there have been so many different people that i got to know in my lifetime that um they have crazy ideas but then they don't know how to promote it or they don't know how to talk about it but then you never get to know them ever because they never do what they're supposed to be doing but in this way when you're coming up with different uh like you know ideas and you're talking to different people you're increasing your chances of meeting those people and uh, to be able to meet those people like yourself, because I, you, you're, you're crazy coming up with all these ideas, uh, to be able to meet people like you uh, gives me the chance to, uh, like, you know, be able to, to think about projects that I had never thought about. Like, you know, maybe I'm thinking about right now that I'm talking with you. I'm like, OK, fine. I got a friend and uh, that we can, uh, like, you know, host a podcast together. Hey, OK, that, here, here's an idea. So. It, it just things like this happen when you know other people and you increase the chances of that. That is so true. I always talk about having friends and people around you that inspire you to go all the way, all in, because you don't even give yourself the permission to think about some of those crazy ideas that are hidden. But then when you are with those people who are go-getters, you're like, yeah, why not? Let me try this as well. And got nothing to lose, you know? I love that. I love that. Totally agree with it. Okay, so another thing that caught my attention during this whole time that you were telling your story was how you just were like, okay, I love this. I'm going to start doing this. Okay, now I love this. Let's start doing this. And then I love the other one. Why not jump to the other one? 
was there a time, a period that you didn't really like what you were doing or were you just living the dream? No, I, it was always the time. Like I think uh, there, um, like you know, in all of our lives, basically, we get to a time that it just life is very harsh on like, you know, people. And uh, of course, uh, when you, uh, this is what I, why I really loved um kobe bryant kobe bryant always had like he would he uh, uh, he doesn't know this of course now that he's passed and i could never basically meet him but uh when uh, i i I'm, I'm a lakers fan so i used to watch him play all the time and something that he always had was that uh, he always said please please enjoy the process when you see somebody who's uh, like, you know, there, who's got it, who's like, you know, 100% at the very top, you never see what they've gone through. And that process is always more important. And if you get to like and love the process, that everything is going to be sorted out. You're going to enjoy it completely. So um, I was uh, um, pretty much, uh, I I've always enjoyed the process, but there have been uh, times in and like, you know, in, in the timeline of my life, then um, I have sat down and I've asked myself, uh, what am I, what, what are you doing? Like, um, it, this doesn't make any sense. And there has been a lot of times that I've doubted myself. And uh, there was a time that uh, for a very short period of my life, I was unhappy. And by unhappy, uh, I don't mean uh, on the romantic side, I, I, like, you know, my wife and I, we've we were friends for almost uh, seven, eight years before we got married. And uh, I never had, like, she's uh, like, you know, uh, my sponsor for life in that department. So, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I never really had a problem in that part. But when it came about uh, working and um, creating stuff, because that's what I enjoy doing, uh, there was a time that I sat down and I said, this is not good. I don't like it. And... Uh, for maybe two, uh, three months, I would just reject all the ideas that I had. And then for a year, maybe after that, I didn't like what I was doing. And uh, every, every time I came up with something and uh, like, you know, I created something, I edited something, I looked at it and I'm like, nah, I'm not doing this. This is crazy. This is bad. And I was in a very dark place. I was um, not in a good place that that's that's basically all i can say but uh it it basically came to a point that uh i needed an outside consultant uh, in in terms of like somebody who comes up to me and says hey hey ali what you're doing is great just keep on doing it so um but it happened and uh, at the time I, I realized that uh because when you get that realization it's the best thing in the world for, for, for a person who is basically at, at, the, at the place that I was at the time. So um, I was at a very dark place, but I came out of it. And I don't like to go back to that dark place again, but uh, it's always like this. But it's the part of the process. So even if, if I'm talking about that period of my life, which I, that was a, a, a very dark, but I still like it because that's the, the person I am today. And it's because of that moment in my life that I am the person I am. So I like it. So the key to coming out of that dark place, creative dark place, for you was to have someone who tell you just keep going? Uh, for me, it was somebody who told, who kept telling me to keep going. And at the same time, it was 
myself and the belief that I gave myself uh, to be able to create more. I, I kept creating and I never stopped. If I would stop creating, then I would, this is one of the reasons I'm not like, you know, going into the entire, like, you know, because um, uh, it, there's a term for it. And the, uh, the correct term is depression. Fine. Depression is not always about uh, mentally going into a place uh, which is very dark. It could be, you, got, you could be depressed in terms of your work. You would not like your work so much. You, nothing in your work makes any, makes any sense to you. So you're depressed in that part. So I'm not going to say I was depressed, but uh, I, I just needed the belief. So how did that come to being was to create more. Never stop. Uh, even if you don't like it, create and create. Because in the process, you're learning stuff. And you're learning things that you have no idea when that's going to help you. But then maybe two years, three years after that, you're like, oh, okay, fine. I know about this. And uh, I got to know this. Hey, that was the period that I thought I didn't like, but I got to know this in that period. So yeah, uh, one of the uh, things I do on my podcast, if you are a, uh, you, um, you're on my page, on the AIR podcast page, uh, I randomly text people. And I have like 2,700 something uh, followers. And I randomly text people all the time. I'm uh, texting people. And in my message, I always say, uh, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm pretty sure you're doing something because without you, this world wouldn't be the way it is right now. So keep on doing what you're doing. And later on, you will understand the reason you're here and the reason people love you. And just know that people love you. That's the most important thing. And just keep on creating. I, I always keep sending people these messages because you have no idea when people need it. So Your yeah. followers? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that is so sweet. <laughs> That is so sweet. I I never really thought of doing something like this. I mean, I would text people here and there, but like thinking of randomly sending these beautiful messages to people, that's a very smart move. No, thank so you. So beautiful. Thank you. Of course, people don't always like, you know, uh, reply you back. But as soon as I see them see my message, I'm like, okay, that's enough. That's, that's my job done. That's uh, like, you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah. What does the future hold for you? Do you know where you're going, especially right now with COVID? Do you have like a, like this fancy way of saying five-year plan? Or are you just living every single day as it comes? I love my country. And uh, my country is uh, something, it, it's, it's who I am. I, wherever I go, like people will ask me where you're originally from. And I, I, it's, it's Iran. Iran is my country. And I love my country. So, um, but, I, but what I've understood living in my country is that you need to live in the moment. And uh, you, planning for the future is not something that uh, I can do easily. And it could just come down to my character. I have no idea. Uh, I don't want to get political because I don't like politics. I hate politics. But I'll, I'm saying it from my perspective is that um, Having a five-year plan uh, was something, if I was living in Switzerland and uh, I knew, like, you know, that my what future holds for me, I would have said, yeah, this is my five-year plan. But right now, I, this is maybe a positive thing. I'm not saying that this is negative at all. Uh, I'm thinking of the future as uh, maybe a week from now. So I'm thinking of that in, in, that, in that term, in that, in that period. And um, th that's, and I'm, trying and i'm really really trying to uh 
enjoy it. Uh, whatever comes on my way, uh, it's something that was supposed to come on my way. And how I deal with that is from the, all the skills that I've basically acquired over the past, uh, however, 29 years of my life. So uh, at the more I know, of course, it's going to be the easier I deal with those situations. So uh, what the future holds for me, I think uh, I'm trying to find my passion. Uh, I, I still, I, I believe that I still haven't found my passion yet, but, uh, being able to create is something that I've always enjoyed. And I think I'm going to continue enjoying for a long time. Um, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it. It's, uh, of course, uh, I have plans of making my own short movies. And, uh, if that ever became a possibility, uh, that's going to be my, uh, future for now so let's see what happens yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed that definitely is going to happen yeah where can people find you uh you uh if i had a plan like you know basically before covid happened um i had uh weekly sessions uh that i would sit down in a cafe and i would ask people on my page to come on and meet me and uh, we would uh, like you know it was a, it was it had become a community basically that we would just sit down in a cafe and we would just talk about things and uh, it was just our day to day matters and we would just talk about it in English and it was nice because I loved meeting new people and that was a way for me to do that uh, but because of COVID I haven't been been able to done that for for a long time now and uh, and I'm planning to do that hopefully in the future. But the way people can find me, of course, uh, is from my Instagram page, uh, which is uh, the underscore AR podcast, uh, the AR podcast. Of course, if they uh, search the AR podcast, they're going to find it. And uh, I'm always available if they wanted to message me, if they wanted to talk to me and uh, like, you know, I'm in, in any form, like if they voice message me, I'm going to voice message them back. If they text me, I'm going to text them back. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be the easiest way basically to find me. So that's, that's how people can find let's, me. Let's, let's make connections. Why not? Once this episode is out, you'll see how many people will come to you. Then you will send me a message and tell me how many people <laughs> you got from this podcast. But for now, <laughs> okay, thank for you. now, there's no one. Thank Once you. it is out, we will see what will happen. <laughs> Great. Yeah, whoever is listening to this right now, thank you. Thank you, Ali. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for being so up for whatever new ideas that we come up with always. Let's do this together. And you're like, yes, let's. Why not? Let's do it. When do we record? Tomorrow? Okay, good. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming to the show. My pleasure. For telling us your inspiring story and for being you, really. Thank you. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. Okay, awesome. Let's just wrap it all up. You do your goodbye, whatever sure. type you want to do, and then I'll finish it up. Sure. Uh, the, the the way I like to finish this up is by saying, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix everything basically up that I just said, and uh, say that there are there are always uh, people in the world, and there are always situations in the in your life that. Uh, are there to keep you down. And however you come up and however you defeat that situation, however you defeat the person, the person could be in your head. It doesn't really have to be the person, a real person. The way you come up and uh, finish that situation off is by knowing 
and by having a set of skills that you acquire over the time of your life. So always learn, always try to uh, come up with new ideas, always try to create new things because in the process, you get to meet new people, you get to meet new things, you get to uh, uh, like, you know, acquire new skills that is just gonna help you during the periods that you never thought it was gonna come and get you. But it's life, life is harsh, it will get you, but you have to come back and you have to come stronger. So as what Kobe Bryant said, uh, enjoy the process. That's Ali, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This was yet another episode of If I Did, You Can Too. Until next time, bye-bye.